I'm Tanya J. Powers for Fox News Radio. Today I'm spending a few moments with actress Judith Light. Thank you so much for coming by to see us today. I'm delighted to see you. I, I, we've got a lot to talk about, and I know not much time. So I want to want to make sure we can hit several subjects. Uh, first of all, we've talked about this a little bit before, but now we're kind of into flu season. And I know we've talked about the need for flu shots and vaccinations before. Yeah. Right now, especially, I just did a story about how this year there could be one strain that could be particularly nasty. Yeah. Uh, why is this? This is a big deal to you. This is very important. Well, it's important to me because I, I uh, connected with uh, the National Foundation for Infectious Disease on Santa Fe Pastor, mm-hmm. and they started giving me statistics about the flu vaccine for people who are 65 and older. And very few people ever talk about that particular age range and how important it is. Every four minutes, someone who is 65 or older is hospitalized with the flu, and every 12 minutes, someone over 65 dies from the flu. Now, that's a very startling statistic, I think. And it's not meant to scare people. It's meant to tell people that they need to be paying more attention mm-hmm. to this because a lot of people say, oh, it's a flu shot, never mind. I'll do it later or I'll, you know, I'll get it when I maybe go to the pharmacy and buy some toothpaste. But mm-hmm. they don't make it a real priority. They don't make themselves be proactive in relation to it. And that's why I wanted to talk to people about it. There is a vaccine that is made for people, especially for people who are 65 and older. And you talk to your healthcare provider, your physician, and they can give you that information. You can go on the website, which is nfid.org slash flu alert, mm-hmm. and you can find out all the information that you need to know. But there are people out there who are caregivers. I mean, if you have elderly parents, you want to make sure that they get their flu uh, vaccine. Also, if you have asthma, diabetes, mm-hmm. heart condition, you're really more susceptible and you can die, and we don't want anybody to have to go through that. Flu is hard enough. Let's not die from it. You know, I think that that surprises a lot of people when we talk about the flu and vaccinations, the fact that this is deadly. This yeah. is not just, you know, a pain for a week, and you don't feel great, and gee, I should have gotten my shot. For and you miss a populations, paycheck. Yeah. yeah, for certain populations, uh, age populations I'm talking about, it, that's it's very serious. It's very, very serious, mm-hmm. and we don't want to say it in, in a way that frightens people. We right. want to say it in a way that educates people and gets people up out of their house and going to, to get their flu. I know, like you said, uh, there's the website that you can go to. There's there's all kinds of information. It's easy. There, there seem to be everywhere now. It's really true. And, you know, you can make it a family outing. You can go and you can take the kids. And, you know, every uh, CDC recommends that every child over six months old mm-hmm. get a flu shot. And that's not, we're not just talking about one time. Not one time and it takes care of it. You have to get your flu shot every single year. Yeah. And you don't want to miss out on all of those, yeah. you know, great events, those great family times. Um, I'm glad that you you are here and we're getting kind of to remind people about this again, because like you said, you start seeing the, the flu shot signs in your pharmacy and your doctor's office and things like that. And, and it is more top of mind. Thankfully, people just need to actually go out and, and do it. That's absolutely right. And I love the way you're talking about it, because you're talking about it in a way that really is proactive, preventative. That's what the idea is. That's what we should be talking about. And it's that you really can make a difference when you get your flu shot. It really does make a huge difference. I want to use the make a difference to, to segue. I'm glad Hi, you said that. I love that. Hey, look at that. I um, did that for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm reading the signals. You have done exactly that. For I was I was reading in preparation for this uh, interview, I was reading your bio and all of the things that you have accomplished. And oh my goodness, 
I mean, the list of of just stuff with the with AIDS and with the gay community and LGBTQ. I mean, it is enormous. I mean, I know that that has a lot to do, obviously, with the role that you have now in in the Amazon show, Transparent. But uh, actually, my it, advocacy started it goes way, way be- back, way before Transparent. Way Transparent back. was the kind of um, yeah. melding of my advocacy and my art. History, if when, that's what you want to call it. When Did, you saw this role, you went, you had to go. I, I got to be part of this. Didn't see it. Had really? a Skype call. I was doing a play on Broadway, and I had a Skype call with mm-hmm. Jill Soloway, and we talked for a while, and we talked about what it meant to each of us to be a part of being um, advocates for a community that we feel so passionately about. Her mm-hmm. parent. Um, came out to her as transgender um, when she was 70. And Jill said, I want to make the world safer for my parent. And that's what we were talking about. And we talked about how I had gotten involved at the very early stages of the the AIDS pandemic Mm -hmm. and the kind of work that I was doing. And then that led me into seeing the way that the the LGBTQ community was being treated and discounted and dismissed and vilified in so many ways. And I just thought, these are my friends. These are people I consider family. And Mm -hmm. I just want to start talking about it and I saw how much homophobia there was and that was what was keeping so much of the, of the way the disease was being dealt with um, in place it was the, the that kind of homophobia and this is a country of compassion isn't that who we are and I just wasn't seeing that and so I wanted to talk about it and so Jill and I were talking about that and so I never saw a script and I didn't I she was just telling me some of what it was about and I knew that my longtime friend Jeffrey Tambor was playing the lead mm-hmm. in it and I was like I hung up and I I called my um my manager Herb Hampshire who passed away uh, not even a year ago now last October and um, he um, I I, I said to him I'd been out of Los Angeles for a while I'd been here doing theater in New York and I said oh I just hope I get this I really want to work with this person I really want to work with Jill I really want to work with Jeffrey again and I just think this has the the ability to really change the way we talk about these issues and bigotry and prejudice in our country and I think this is another way in for me and I she gave me the part and it was, that's amazing yeah it was really really it's really been special for me I'm um, really grateful for it obviously and you've been recognized with Emmy nominations I yeah. mean it, this yeah. uh, that's a that's it's it's something to get to be involved in something like that I'm sure but when you get the 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 I guess the critic love and the audience love and all the rest of it and you're that's got to feel pretty good not only does it feel good it feels the experience of it is that people are waking up. People are saying, this is something that I didn't know about. I don't know about transgender issues. I want to know more about it. And Transparent has been a way in for people. A teacher just last night was telling me at this event that I was at, she said, you know, you really, you you need to know how much your show is affecting our young people, but also their parents and how it's educating them. And when you educate without being at somebody, without being didactic or pedantic in any way, you leave it open for them to realize that the way that they've thought about something is not not accurate. Mm -hmm. And that there is a kind of um, expansion of... Uh, 
love and connection that you can have with people as they go through a process. And every human being goes through many, many transitions. Everybody understands what going through a transition means. For some people, they change their gender. And we don't talk enough about gender fluidity. We just don't talk about that. We don't talk about um, Magnus Hirschfeld in the 30s and the work that he was doing in terms of gender identity and gender fluidity. And, And so we get to do that on this show. And there are so many other issues that get brought up. And as everybody has said, it's a family show. Mm-hmm. It's about a family. It is about a family. And how they're dealing with going through their, each of them going through their own lives. you got to tell me about what it's like. I know you, you did uh, a recurring role on Doubt. What is it like to work with Laverne Cox? Oh, God. What an amazing talent. She is extraordinary. What's amazing about Laverne is that she is an incredible artist. But what's really extraordinary about her is the kind of human being that she is. She lives in gratitude. She is all about love. She's all about connecting with other people. She's all about being part of a team. When she and I worked together, we had some really magical uh, scenes together in that show that was on for, you know, they put it on for two shows and Mm -hmm. then they took it off and then they showed it every Saturday night this summer. Mm -hmm. And I got to see some of it and I was really mesmerized by her and the way she connected and how she worked with me. And we became very connected to each other. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, she's really she's really extraordinary. There's a play. I'm on the board of a theater called MCC that's mm-hmm. here in New York, and there's a play there that is about the transgender experience, and it's called Charm, and it's at the Lucille Lortel Theater. And I, I know that Laverne is going to try to get to it at some uh-huh. point. I mean, she's a very very special human being. Very special. You got, as you mentioned, you got to work with Jeffrey Tambor on Transparent. I didn't realize you guys had worked together back in the 70s. That's right. 1971. We were at the Milwaukee Rep together. He was a genius even then. (laughs) He is so extraordinary. Being in scenes with him, it's like going to a whole other place. Mm -hmm. It's just magical. He's... um, He's another remarkable human being. And I've watched him transform through the years. I mean, he is now ready to play more. And he has taken on the responsibility of being an advocate for the community, the likes of which I've never seen. I mean, yeah. he just said, we've got to get this right. And he and he's right. And that's how we work on the show with everybody, the entire cast. You seem to go seamlessly from theater to film, to, I mean, to TV. I mean, whatever you you tackle you seem to do this with no problems how do you you have, don't live with me honey. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> other people might have another opinion well i mean it's it's go ahead finish how, what you were saying how do you do that i mean i know that there there was a time when when it had to be a little pretty a little bit uh when you left the soap opera that had to be a little scary to go okay i'm leaving i'm gonna do try something else that was very scary how do that, you how did you do that I mean, for for because everybody has things like that in their life they're like okay do i need do i change careers do i you know change relationships do i and these are huge steps mm-hmm. just like something like that was for you how do you what what advice do you give people who are dealing with stuff like that based on the things that you've had in your life you be afraid and you do it anyway You know, Eleanor Roosevelt said, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. And I've done that at different sequences and different places and points in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really um, 
given me a very strong basis from which to operate and and to work. I'm afraid about a lot of things. I'm very risk avoidant. And yet you'll look at these things that I do and that I choose to do and I I don't I I just know that I have to do them because I know I don't come from a place I used to early on in my life come from a place of doing what I wanted. I don't do that anymore. I really do what I think works. And that's very challenging for me. And oftentimes it's exhausting for me and it's difficult. And I know that I I simply have to do it anyway because I know that my life will not transform in any way unless I unless I operate that way. I mean, I want to be comfortable just as much as anybody else does, but I do all these things that make me wildly uncomfortable. And I remember when I was um, Herb Hampshire, my manager, who I was talking about before, mm-hmm. who passed away uh, almost a year ago now. Um, Herb used to talk about that with me all the time, and he said to me, "You have to go back to the theater." And uh, I said, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. He said, you're terrified. I said, okay, so what do you know? And he was right. I was terrified. I hadn't been on stage in 22 years. And I took on uh, a play where I took over for this brilliant actress who's become a friend, Kathleen Chalfont. And it was called Wit. And I had to shave my head. And I was naked at the end of the play. And it was very complicated choice to make but I looked at it when I was he and I were talking about it and we talked for like two hours because I knew underneath all the no's there was a yes and he just listened to me until I talked through all the no's until I got to the yes and the thing that struck me as we were having that conversation I thought if I were on my deathbed how would I feel if I did not take this risk if I did not take this chance and I said I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to live with those kind of regrets. And I still don't. And that's how I get through the taking the risk. Also, if I know that it's going to be of service to somebody else as well as to myself, then I will make that choice. And I think that makes for an alive life, an expanded life. And I just think that you have to, one, me, all of us, if you take the chance if you lose, you know, opportunities or the truth is you cannot make a mistake. There's always guidance available and things have a way of working out. And I don't know always what that is when I start making that choice, but I've seen that and had that experience over and over and over again. And I just always encourage people to say, just go for it, even if it's just a little bitty step and then acknowledge yourself for it. And that's what I try to do to my, with myself. Wow. You're like the fearless girl. I'm not the fearless girl, sweetie. I'm the girl. I'm the girl with the fear who says I'm not fearless. Yeah. I have the fear, and I go ahead anyway. That's that takes guts. That really does. I mean, and and I think that's. I think what you just said will help a lot of people, no matter what they're dealing with. I really I, do. I hope so. I really hope so. It's yeah. like I hope any experience that we all have that we share with each other can actually make a difference. It's why I wanted to. It's why I want to talk to people about the flu. It's not mm-hmm. about. It's not like I'm not your mother saying, "Oh, get your flu shot." I'm. <laughs> I'm here to. I, I'm talking about something that can prevent an experience 
that can be prevented. You don't have to suffer through this. Yeah. You also don't have to die from it. You also can take care of yourself and people around you and feel great about that. This is about being proactive in a way that we should do in every areas, every area of our lives. We should be being proactive in that way. Not should. I mean, that's so parental in a way. It's like we can do that. As human beings, we can operate at higher levels. And sometimes I know I don't. And I, I always say, oh, you didn't take that opportunity. And I don't beat myself up for it. I go, you can do better next time. And that's why I like to talk about this. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you can do better this year. If you had the flu like I did a few years ago before I got the flu shot, twice in one year. Oh. So learn the lesson. It's like, learn the lesson. It's mm -hmm. like if you do something and you put your foot in your mouth or you make a mistake, you can go back and call back <laughs> and say, I'm sorry or whatever. Yes. But you also can do things that will prevent suffering. And isn't that what we all need to be doing? Absolutely. Uh, you make an excellent point. And I hope this does remind people to to get their flu shot. But like you said. And talk you know, to your physician about the, right. the, the vaccine that is right for you. And there is one for you mm -hmm. if you're if 65 and more. Check out the that one in yeah, particular. Definitely yeah, definitely. And org slash flu alert. It's like, everybody, just wake up. I love that. Okay, guys, we've we've thank you. We've told everybody. Hopefully, they will not only do it themselves, take care of their parents, as you yeah, said, the caregivers and, and stuff and like that, and their young folk yeah. too. Nobody Absolutely. needs to pass this around, and nobody no. needs to miss work. Nobody needs to miss paycheck. No, nobody needs to be down and miss anything. Don't have to do it. I love that. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for having really me. You're just great. Uh, you know, you are always welcome here. Just come back and see us. Thank tell us you, what you're doing. and I will. I appreciate Absolutely. that. We've been spending a few moments today with actress Judith Light. I'm Tanya J. Powers. This is Fox News Radio. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.